to another episode on What the Cards. Thank you for joining me, your friendly card host, Joe Snowshoes. And today's episode is a continuation. I would consider like a part two to um, the previous episode where we looked at how to cleanse your cards. And if you found that helpful, um, I'm I'm really happy about that. Uh, But if you just want to get straight into card reading, uh, this this episode will be the way to go for you um, because we will be looking at how to like the, the different steps of like for example cleansing your cards before the reading um, using the guidebook and so on and so forth so basically I will actually be going in a general sense into the, the various parts I'll be breaking down the different parts of a card reading so you can feel free to join me with your set of cards and once I have finished all the housekeeping um, for the cards uh, I will actually be doing a um, I'll call a speed round like a card reading guide speed round which means that um, after I go through the nitty-gritty I'll actually be giving you prompts so if you are new to this you can actually pause the podcast like the episode at that time and proceed with that step and then when you're ready you just play it and continue so I'm actually going to like pause a couple of seconds in between each step and um, you can actually use that to um, to like just do your card reading so usually I feel that um, when you get used to it like the whole process then it becomes easier so uh, my hope is that um, you can actually use this episode to help you um, get going into um, into your card reading and also to be more familiar with the different steps that's necessary so um, without further delay uh, with your cards like I'm I'm thinking that you have your cards with you right now okay whether it's oracle cards or tarot cards um, have the cards out okay if you haven't gotten them out of your box have them out of your box okay and hold them in your hand now you um, in the previous episode I looked at various ways you can cleanse your cards so if you haven't um, you can and you're new to this you can check it out in the previous episode if not um, I'll just give you the rundown a basic rundown of what I typically do as a card reader and this is the way I cleanse my cards now if you don't feel that this is suitable for you you don't feel like um, I want to change some words I want to do certain things feel free to do so you know I'm just a guide here and um, we I, I consider you a friend you know like someone I'm talking to as a friend and someone who I I hope to have fun as much fun as I do reading cards so if you don't feel right um, if you feel like hey you know um, I, I think there's a better way to do it then go for it you know? so all right so my way is I actually hold the cards in um, you can hold it any hand you want uh, I happen to hold it in my left hand 
and um, with my right hand I form a fist and I knock on the cards three times and I fan the cards out towards me and I call on my guides, dear God, Archangels, Angels, Archangel Michael and Spirit Guides, please help to clear all negative energy and attachments from these cards. Please fill them with divine white light and love and guide me in receiving clear divine messages for my highest good and the highest good of everyone involved. Thank you. Now, uh, I actually visualize white light entering the cards and all negativity just flowing out and just entering the ground. Now, when you feel ready to continue, you can actually start looking at the guidebook. Now, there are many different guidebooks. Uh, it depends on what set of cards you have. I Personally, I actually give one-on-one -on -one personalized card reading coaching sessions because everybody has a different... Like, not everybody starts off with nothing, you know? Like, I'm not the type who would say... Um, like, of course, if you are totally starting off, um, like, brand new to this, then obviously, yes, you know, I could suggest some card decks, some card... Um, like card authors even that would be good for someone who's starting off but if but most of the time we start off with a deck of cards like maybe we got attracted to the artwork maybe we love the imagery like the um, messages in it you know things like that so there are many different reasons why we all have a different set of cards to start off with for example but because I I started off like re using using different types of oracle cards as divination. Um, I I actually find it easy to to use a deck of cards to divine like for divination. Sorry for divination. So um, it's it's just something I easily pick up. And so if you if you actually are starting off with a set of cards and it's not really common. It's um, like uh, you, you can't really find out much about how to maximize um, the, like the, the way you can use the cards, you know, for example, and uh, complement it with your abilities, like maybe uh, whether you are clairvoyant, whether you're clairsentient, for example, uh, or clairaudient even, um, like you can, like I can actually show you some tips and guidance to help you tie both of these together like the type of cards the cards you're using together with your own unique abilities because everyone is different uh, our even our level of psychic ability is different like maybe uh, you may be more intuitive in picking up colors for example compared to the next person maybe or uh, even like um, imagery for example or even symbolism so Everyone is unique in that way, and the, the idea isn't just about the cards. It's about being able to um, tie in your, your abilities, your unique abilities, to read these cards. Because at the end of the day, we want to get as much information as we can from these cards. And the only way is by using your abilities to read the cards, to intuitively receive 
messages, prompts from your guides, from um, your higher self even, to to interpret, you know, whether it's for yourself or someone else. So, all right, we are going to um, go into guidebooks. So many different, uh, like there are many different types of guidebooks um, in my video that uh, I will actually be uploading. I actually look at the, I actually show the different types of guidebooks that's available. So if you would like to check that out, that will be, um, you may find that interesting or helpful even. Um, but the thing is that, for example, uh, I actually have a deck of cards, like oracle cards. I mean, maybe it's uh, oracle cards, but you know, you can use it for divination. You can use anything for divination. You can use paper, you can use strips of paper, you can use wood, you can use runes, you can use dice, you can use anything for divination. And for cards, I actually have a set of cards by Cryon, and it's, I mean, it says like inspirational sayings, you know. And the only instructions I have is a card. Yeah, just a card. And for an, um, like, so for my, I think my Spellcaster's Tarot deck, um, I know some of you call it Tarot. Um, yeah. I, I actually find that very, very um, detailed. I love it when the guidebooks are thick, like thick, thick. Yeah, because they provide so much information um, from the author. You know, it's a little bit like you're having a conversation with the author and the author is saying, hey, um, I designed a card in this way. Um, this is what I get what I put in, you know, like some of the messages, the meanings um, into my cards and it's up to you now, you know, it's up to you, I've given you the gift and it's up to you to pick out the meanings for your readings, you know, and I love it when um, card authors are so generous with us, you know, when they give us so much information. Um, if you're using tarot, traditional tarot, um, or tarot, as you call it, <laughs> um, you can actually check out guidebooks for the Rider Waite deck, and um, that would actually, like, there are so, so many different books that are written about that deck, so it won't be difficult for you to actually find out more about those cards, you know, the imagery, you know, and, like the meaning behind it and so on and so forth and so if so look at so right now look at the guidebook that you have in front of you and just flip through it you know if uh, you've flipped through it before that's fine if you haven't now it's a good time you can pause the this episode and you can check out your guidebook and see what it's all about like is it thick um what does it say on each page, for example? And take as much time as you need to read the instructions. Like um, they would act. It sometimes it's at the front of the guidebook. Sometimes it's at the back of the guidebook. So you have to see where they have um, placed it. And also, they usually have a um, sometimes a sample um, card reading layout spread. So you can take a look at that as well. Now, as you look through your guidebook, 
once you have skimmed through it, like have a rough idea of um, the way they interpret each card, you can look at your cards right now. Whether it's 44 cards, whether it's 78, whether you're looking at a tarot deck, whether you're looking at an oracle deck, right now, take a pause, okay? You can pause this episode and check and look at every card that you have. You don't have to like look at it like really um, like, like um, study it, you know? You just have to glance at it. Just have an idea like um, what messages are they saying? which one stood out to you, you know, and just go through each card in your deck right now, okay? Now, you, I, I, okay, there are some people who find it very easy or they prefer to memorize card definitions, like card meanings, card interpretations whatever you call it. Some people prefer to memorize it. Some people find it very easy to memorize it or remember it. If you don't, you can use my method, which is just to have a rough idea of what these cards are. So basically, if you're using an Oracle card deck, okay, you just go ahead with the whole process of shuffling, picking the cards, laying the cards out, and then when you interpret, when you start to actually interpret the cards in your reading, then you can actually ref- refer to the guidebook during that stage. So right now, I'm just like giving you a warm up. Like I'm actually just kind of like doing a companion episode to you going through this process. And so if you have difficulty not remembering the definitions, don't worry, because after some time, you'll get familiar with it, okay? And now we, have to, we can look at how to ask your question for, for this reading. Now, this is very exciting. I know that uh, if this is the first time you're touching cards, like your cards, uh, you can't wait to get a reading in. Yeah, it's it's exciting. And you just want to skip all this and just stop pulling cards. Yeah, I totally get you. Um, but I need to run a few things by you first, okay? Before before you get into your your card reader mode, okay? <laughs> so the first one is how to ask your question, okay? Now, if you have some pen and paper or even if you don't need to, that's fine. Think of the question you wish to ask your cards. Now, this is a very important part of every reading to me because it helps you to get the answers you want. So for example, if I ask, when will I get married? The, the the answer is more like um, a date of when compared to like for example um, I mean you will get more information compared to will I get married so if I ask when will I get married it's like um, you you are actually looking at possible times um, the situation that may lead to you getting married, for example, or um, more information about the person you're meeting. Compared to the question, 
will I get married, which is usually a yes or no question. Of course, you can get more information from the cards you pull, but when you ask, for example, if you ask your friend, like, will you get married? The person is like, mm, I don't know, maybe, or yes, yes, I will, or yes, or no. Like, it's a very, um, I would call a black and white, like a straightforward yes, no kind of an answer. That's kind of like what it's, it's going for. Whereas, when will I get married? It's like, mm, what's what's holding it up? Like, if it's uh, next year, um, then maybe you can pull more questions, like ask more questions and cards, like um, what's blocking it right now? Uh, what can I do right now to facilitate it for, you know, to meet my person, for example? And during your reading, like even if you pull cards, you can actually ask more questions. So it means that um, if you pull, for example, three cards and you feel, uh, I'm not too sure, I need more answers, you can always pull more cards and ask a question and do the shuffle process and just pull the more cards. Yeah, to interpret. Okay, and the next step is choosing your card layout. So this is, um, I would say, this actually grows with experience. Uh, I will actually be putting up an article on various card reading layouts just for fun, like to see all like different types, different ways in which you can experiment, you can create. That's the cool part, you can create your own card layout. Yeah. So there is no right or wrong, it just depends like on your preference and also your intuition, like what you like and what you prefer for the question and the reading that you're doing, whether it's for yourself or for your um, friends or your client. Okay. Now, um, I will actually mention a little bit more about this card layout here. Um, we usually for very, so we have the very, very, very typical one card pulls, which is a single card that you pull for a very straightforward question. And um, you have the choose um, three cards, the three card layout, which is the past, present, future. It could also be a general reading, so there is no um, precedence like first, second, third, or whatever. It's all like just showing you all the information uh, within uh, with three cards, and you have the Celtic cross. That's like ten cards. You also have um, like if you're having a decision to make, like uh, I just interviewed for two jobs and. They both accepted me. I don't know which one to take. Or uh, I'm dating two persons. I don't know who I should like really date more. You know, like you kind of have a feeling, but you're just not sure what's coming up next. So um, you can actually do a um, three card for option A and three card for option B. So it'll be past, present, future A past, present, future, B. I will go more like, I mean, okay, it, I, will, I will give an example. So let's say, for example, you are interviewing for job A and job B, and both of them agreed to accept your application. 
So right now, if you're shuffling the cards, okay, this is just an example. You can actually start to ask, okay, please give me more information about what happens if I accept job A, and then you shuffle. Okay, think of the question. What will happen if you take job A, and you pick three cards? Okay, so the first card will be the, for example, the past, second one present, and the third one future. Okay, and then you shuffle again, and then you this time you ask, what will happen if I take job B? And you can again shuffle, and then when you are feeling ready to pick the cards, you can just take three cards and go job B, past, present, future, and you can actually see, like, oh, okay, this is where I was coming from. Those two past cards, all right. So those two should relate to your situation. The present card should be like how you're feeling right now. So maybe、um, job A, it's like really good, but Maybe you have some misgivings, and then the second one, oh,、um, it's more positive, but you just don't know if it will last. Like,、um, is it just really good, or、um, when I join,、um, there's gonna be a shitty boss? You know, like,、uh, you may have your own、um, feelings about this situation. So the cards would give that affirmation. Okay, the two cards in the、um, present position. Now, the future cards are what we want to see. What we want to focus on, in a way, because you want to see what's the potentiality of you accepting A and you accepting B. So, if you accept A, what card do you pick? And B, what card do you pick? And interpret each card for itself, and then compare to see which one is more positive for you. So, in that sense,、um, that's how one example of how you can do a、um, decision, the decision layout. Okay, so that would be like six cards. Okay, I'm sorry I went a little long into that example, but、um, if you like like more visual reference,、um, I can actually I, I will actually be covering that in a YouTube video about that. Okay, and so the next step after you choose your card layout will be shuffling. Okay, now. You you may have some questions like、mm, these cards are too freaking big, okay? My hands they're not giant hands, okay? These cards are really big. Now,、uh, all of us have been there before, and giant cards are not an anomaly. Some of the most beautiful cards are big, yeah. So don't worry about it. If the cards are really big, just take your time to shuffle. Or you can actually like shuffle them in batches, so maybe you can、um, split them in two in half, or you can split them in three piles and then shuffle each of them, then combine and then do a rough shuffle all together slowly. Okay, there's no need for you to rush it right now. Just do it slowly. Just make sure that all the cards are shuffled、um, evenly. Okay, as much as you can at this point. All right. And you may ask like.、Uh, How,、uh, how are the different ways I can shuffle? Like, what if you、um, haven't really been a gambling type? You don't really know how to, like, you don't really shuffle poker cards and stuff. Don't worry. At this point, just shuffle as you would. Okay, like,、um, take 
one like one section from below and put it on top or take some in the middle a chunk in the middle and then put them on top and so on and so forth so the whole idea because when you first start off um, with a brand new deck of cards it's all going to be in order so um, just do your best and the reason why I say that is because it's going to be inevitable where you get some cards in sequence and then you may think sometimes I mean like that, that's that's how I feel sometimes like hey you know should I do another reading because the card came out like 18, 17, 18, 19 uh, yeah if you don't feel like you resonate with that with those cards that you pull and it looks something like this feel free to just put them back okay and shuffle a little bit longer okay and as time goes like um, the cards are going to be more evenly spread out especially you do more readings and things like that so don't worry about it and if you already know how to poke to, to shuffle poker cards you can go ahead and use use your shuffle method to shuffle the cards but please be careful because some of some of the cards are made of very soft paper stock cardboard stock or whatever you call it um, it's it's soft and some of it can be left bent some of it is quite hard like um, I would personally say like hay house cards because they're like printed in batches right and then the you know the ink <laughs> at the sides like they're kind of like because it's like printed down onto the card so you have to like separate them all out sometimes some of the cards are stuck together so those cards I feel are like harder you know if you do like the poker kind of like shuffle you know things like that then um, it may be a little hard like you really have to bend the cards but if you're using something like your Norman for example like smaller softer cards you don't have to worry about those like those shuffle really well with that method and um, just maybe just do it once and see whether they bend up a little bit if they do and you are uh, it, it, like you prefer your cards not to be bent then don't do it don't do it to those cards but if you don't really it doesn't matter then um, feel free to go ahead yeah so um, for the different shuffle methods uh, I will actually be having a blog post about it for the different shuffle methods so that you can actually have some fun trying them out not all of them are going to be like really practical but seriously um, can you, can you, I mean that's that's just me seriously but can you imagine if you show up in front of your client and you go like bam 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 like check it out it's like okay <laughs> I'll just pick my cards out and let's see what the reading is you know I mean it's it's fun like instead of just using the same old method to shuffle your cards why not like if you just feel like just being a little bit showy and um just doing a little bit different from the usual shuffle type why not just have fun and um yeah it, it sometimes it, you never know it may actually like spice things up a little for you <laughs> so the next step is um picking cards okay so Right now, as, um, if you haven't thought of your question and the layout, you can pause this episode and you can have a think about what sort of um, question and layout do you want to have. Now, to 
uh, I can give some pointers right now. So, if for example you are asking a yes or no question, then it's a will will or will not, you know, kind of a question. Um, typically, if you want like insight, like you're not too sure um, what's going on in the situation, you can you can ask like um, give me some insight into the situation, or you can um, ask like uh, what's going on in this relationship, or what's going on with my my girl, what's happening, what's going on with my guy, um, and. Yeah, so you can actually focus on the question that you want. And pause the this episode if you like um, to have a think. So once you have thought about your question, we can get started into the layout. So if you are asking, for example, you have not much time, you have to go soon. Uh, doing a one card pool is pretty good. So you can say like, uh, will uh, will my will my mom be angry? For example, or uh, will will my friend be happy with her gift? For example, it's a yes or no question. Just pull a card. Think of the question, shuffle, and pull a card. Okay? You just need one card. The yes or no question. If you're asking like how or what, you may wish to pull three or four more cards. Okay? That will take. Mm, Estimate okay because we are not doing speed rounds, all right. We are not doing a video like a video reading or something like that. You can take as much time as you need, okay. Don't rush it, like seriously. I know that like you want some answers. Like we all have been there. We want some answers. We want to know what's going on, whatever. Uh, that's why we go for readings. Um, okay, okay, maybe just me, all right. <laughs> but um. That's the thing. Like sometimes we are like, oh, I'm so anxious, or I'm so excited. I just don't know. And um, yeah, it's good when someone else with a clear mind can read for us. But if it's just you and your cards, okay, um, feel free to pull like three or four cards. All right, depending on how you feel, and it can take about thirty minutes or so. Yeah, or longer. I would say give yourself at least. 30 minutes so that you can go through each card and see the overall picture and things like that. I actually, personally, I like to go each card one at a time. Yeah, I like to maximize all the messages I can get. And if I get nothing, I get nothing. You know, like at least I did try to get everything I could from those cards. So I don't really like look through everything and I skim and I. Take, take, take all those items. I, I actually see what comes out from each card. Yeah. So, depending on your reading style, okay, because you will develop your own unique reading style at the end of the day. Okay. Okay. Maybe not today, but I mean, Eddie, um, as you get more familiar <laughs> with the cards. So, another one is um, the Celtic cross. So this is like when you have time. Time meaning,、uh, I know that you can read that really fast, okay. But when you're first starting out, it's good to give like maybe thirty-five, forty-five minutes or more, okay, because you're talking about ten cards. So、um, just bear this in mind: the time and、um, your question, okay. That you do have for your reading.、Uh, after a couple of times, you will be more familiar. So, 
what you can do is now that uh, you have your question, you know what to do, you can start to shuffle your cards. Okay? Now, when you have finished shuffling your cards, it's time to pull the cards. Now, there are different ways to pull the cards. You can pull the cards right on the top of the deck. Of course, facing down. Alright? You can also turn it the other way around and see what card is facing you. So if, for example, if the fool is at the bottom of the deck, then there's a reason why you turn to look at it, right? Like, if you feel, mm, I don't know, I feel like I should look at the bottom of the card, then bottom of the deck, then ask, ask this question, why is this card significant to me? Is it asking me to take a chance? Is it saying that um, someone is taking a chance? Is it talking about starting off a new venture? Is it um, taking a leap of faith? Uh, you know, like, there are many reasons why we look at the card at the bottom of the deck. And it depends on your intuition as well. Okay? A lot of this, is, it really goes with how you feel. And at first, it just... It's just everything you feel. But later on, you will start to differentiate like what you are interpreting and how you feel about the cards, for example, what's coming up. So um, as you pick the cards, you can also shuffle the cards and any cards that come out, they are the ones that you take, they count, okay? There are some that, while shuffling, jump out. Like, they literally fly out, like those gambling films. Um, those cards, uh, like jumper cards. So, you can you can choose to take that as a bonus card. I, I call it bonus card. I mean, people call it jumpers, but I call it a bonus card. Okay, It's like bonus information. Um, sometimes, depending on the reading I'm doing, I actually take that card and count it as one. So for example, if I picked four and I need a fifth one and the fifth one flies out, I feel like that's my last one, I will use that. I will not use it as a jumper card. So see how you feel, okay? As you're shuffling, pick the cards, okay? Even the cards that stick out, you can pick them as well. If you feel like, oh, um, I feel drawn to pick that card and pick it up. Another way is you, sp you lay out the cards flat. You spread them out in a row in front of you, like those gambling films again. Like spread them all out, face down obviously, and pick with one of your hands. So some people, they feel I like to pick with my dominant hand. Some people say I feel like picking with my non-dominant hand. Please see what you feel most comfortable with and pick with that hand, okay? Another way is um, just picking off the deck, like what I told, like what I said in the beginning. So um, some people do that like straight off the top of the pile, one, two, three, or one, two, three, four, five, you know, things like that. So see how you feel, okay? You can even pick in the middle of the deck, like you can randomly just go, all right, I just want to take from this section and cut the deck. So that means like pulling part of the deck, part of, part of sorry, part of the power of cards 
away and then picking that card that's on the top okay so you could be like 30% of the deck or 50% depending on how you feel yeah most importantly please have fun okay please have fun trying um, this whole process because it's all about exploration and um, when you're starting out it's good to try out different things various ways and um, not to worry if you just want to get straight to the point I will actually be doing that um, little exercise at the end so you can actually just play this segment if you like um, to just guide you through for the first couple times that you're doing the card reading okay and now you have picked the cards okay if you haven't please pause this video and pick your cards okay now when you read your cards okay whether it's one or three cards go one at a time if you pick more than one please go one at a time one card at a time okay and when you have finished each card you can look at all three cards and see whether there's any common pattern or any um, big overarching message that may be coming out from it that may be similar you know maybe colors maybe animals maybe um, the way the characters are facing on the cards and so on okay now this reel will require us to use our spiritual senses to interpret and read the cards Okay, whether you are talking about clairaudience, clairsentience, or clairvoyance. It also applies different types of knowledge that we can learn or we may have already, like color, numerology, occult symbolism, even animal symbolism. So, uh, for example, if you use runes, okay, and you are just getting started with cards, then you can actually feel free to combine the two. That'd be cool, right? Like just reading, pulling your rooms and the cards and seeing how they tie in. You know, I yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And so while you're looking looking at the cards, don't forget to also uh, remember the position of the cards. So if there's no position, like it's a one card pool or a three card general reading, there's no past, present, future, then don't worry about it. But if you actually have a um, position uh, for the cards, then you have to read that in mind. So for example, if you're talking about past, present, future, if that card is in the past card, you have to consider that in, with relation to, in relation to the past. And if you look at this card right now, then you have to see how it applies to the present moment. And if um, it's in the future, then how it will, how it can apply in the future, yeah. And the, I mean, because uh, we all use like different ways and um, devices. Uh, if you are still the traditional type, you can write that down. You can keep a notebook, a physical notebook, and write down um, like uh, the cards that you pulled this time and the interpretations that you had for each card. And um, if you are not the paper pen type of person, you can actually use a mobile phone, like your notepad, for example, to take note of um, the reading that you did today, okay? Or the reading when when you do it, all right? And uh, finally, uh, I when you're first starting out I have to say please relax and enjoy okay 
I, I cannot stress this enough because it's totally normal for us not to fully get all the messages for our reading on the first go, okay, on the first reading. And um, after some time, you may even feel tired or blocked, like, uh, that's all I can get today. That's a bit of a bummer, you know, like, you may feel that because it's really using up your energy to interpret, to focus and, and everything. So um, take a break, you know, feel free to take a break and come back and you may f- get a new perspective on the cards or you can actually just even keep the cards away if you're busy. Um, you can even put the cards away. I mean, obviously take note, take a photo, or write down the cards that you you chose, you selected or came out for you and then come back to it another day. Yeah, you may actually have a little, a, a different perspective and different interpretation of those same cards that you see today, okay, in your reading. And um, please take note that if you're tired, sometimes it can, I mean, I, I feel, okay, most of the time, if you're tired, don't do a card reading unless it's really urgent or necessary because um, when we are tired, uh, we our, our level of focus isn't really there, isn't really like top notch on a normal day for us. So um, just take note of this, okay? If you happen to be reading on a day where you're feeling a little tired, all right? And before I go into the little exercise at the end, um, I have some housekeeping tips, okay? To keep you safe and your cards safe. And um, they don't need a broom. So um, I, I have to re- uh, mention this again. Uh, if at any point in time, if you feel like you need to cleanse the cards again, you need to shuffle them again, you need to call the angels and guides to clear the cards again, please go ahead and do so. Pause, go ahead and do so. Okay, and do it as many times as you need to. If you feel like, oh, saging it just isn't working, oh, I just still don't feel like it's good enough. I need to like um, sun it a little bit, or maybe I need to um, play some net, um, space clearing music for it. Please go ahead, okay? Go ahead and do what you need to do for your cards and your reading, okay? To feel comfortable. And when I say um, in between, in the middle of the reading, um, sometimes when you are shuffling the cards, you may feel like, I call it gluggy, you know, gluggy energy, like you're shuffling and the cards are just coming out in chunks and they're falling out, like always falling out. You know, you're like, oh my God, I'm just trying to shuffle what's going on. Usually it's fine. Why is it like all coming out in chunks, falling out in piles, you know, things like that. You want to pick one card and then like 10 fall out, you know, things like that. If you feel like the energy is a little gluggy, just take the cards together, okay? Cleanse the cards the way you do, you, you, you like and prefer, okay? Call on your guides to cleanse the cards too, okay? For you to have a clear reading and try again, like shuffle again or pick again, okay? So sometimes uh, I notice that and it really helps once I cleanse it again you know, and I shuffle and I get better I, I, I get the cards much easier okay and please trust your intuition 
okay if you're you doing your reading halfway um, and into it uh, you don't feel good please change your environment like maybe shift change your position maybe change get a better lighting maybe turn on the light you know um, and if you feel tired please um, don't do it like if you feel not up to it to re- do a reading please don't force it okay um, please take good care of yourself and your health and your well-being okay these cards are always going to be around for you when you're ready so um, don't worry okay please take good care of yourself your your health comes first always and um, for card storage okay this is going to be like um, very personal uh, I it's I know that for some they leave their cards out okay and I'm not saying it's right or wrong okay uh, personally I don't because once I once I actually sense some entities that actually take the energy from the cards that's what I sensed um, so I always try to keep them in a bag or in a box uh, some people feel it's fine they can leave it out without the box please go ahead okay whatever happens please trust your intuition all right um, this this skill is a it's flexible it's it's evolving it grows and it's not a set of rules for you to abide hundred percent to you're supposed to use it for your um, purpose for your intuition to help you get the best of reading so all these guides all these things that I've said you can even ignore all of it if you wanted to you know and that's fine but um, my biggest hope is uh, that you take away from it um, to trust yourself trust your intuition and no matter how good you see people reading around you or online or whatever it is trust yourself and if you receive a card reading okay and um, especially in person if if you don't feel right um, please communicate with the reader okay um, there, there will always be part, um, good and not so nice people but um, always try to communicate with your reader ask questions okay if you feel that something is lacking feel free to ask about it you know like to to clarify what especially if it's a long distance reading it's not a live reading um, even if for live reading even feel free to clarify but if if a reading doesn't really, really make sense please communicate you know like don't it's it's very easy to assume like oh um the person is not going to entertain me because i just paid two bucks for this reading you know things like that but feel free to communicate with the reader okay if someone if you gave a reading to someone for example and Um, that person couldn't understand what you were saying you would hope for that person to ask you right so that you can explain things to them and the same goes for when we get readings as well Um, so if 
if you actually have questions about a reading um, just ask about it communicate with your reader about it and it's very com- it's more common than you know like if you are new to this like if you're new to getting readings as well from other people it is common for you to actually meet a few bad eggs before you get and get your swan because um, every reader has their own style like literally their own style they may shuffle the same way they may use the same cards but the way they read it is different okay they may have like similar messages maybe but um, there will always always be some readers who touch your heart like literally that really really speak to you that really answer your question so um, just uh, if you are new to it just know that um, it, it also takes a couple of tries even for different readers for you to find your reader or readers that you really relate to so um, I th- thank you so much for for joining me on today's episode and I hope that uh, you found this useful and helpful for you for your uh, for get, helping you get started on card reading and uh, I will actually be doing a little I guess a little uh, article or even an episode about how we can interpret cards the different aspects of card interpretation it will be kind of a general one because uh, I I may actually just use a standard right away tarot deck for example uh, to to assist with the analogies but um, I've because I, I personally customize uh, one-on-one card reading coaching sessions for people, for my students. So um, if you would like further guidance or uh, just guide, like a, a guideline you know, to help you get started uh, as a beginner, feel free to um, check out my website and, um, or even uh, the tips on my blog and YouTube. So I hope that you found this useful. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a lovely day and wherever you are, um, please stay safe and I'm sending you and your family and all your friends lots of love and um, sending you lots of love and uh, see you in the next episode. Please stay tuned for the next segment for the speed round card reading um, guide. Okay? Love you. Bye. So here we go. Here's the speed round for how to get you started reading your cards. Feel free to also pause this episode if you like. One, please cleanse your cards, okay, for the reading. Two, ask the question you want or think about the question you want. Three, choose your card layout based on the question you have. Four, start shuffling and ask and think of the question that you have for the cards. Five, start picking the cards. And six, get started reading and don't forget your guidebook if you need it. And 
that's it for the speed round for how to get you started reading for beginners. Thanks for joining me. Hope you have fun reading. Love you. And see you in the next episode. Bye.